Hey everybody, welcome back to Ambulance Studios. Tonight, I have a special guest for you, and that is the original lineup of Waiting for Brantley. He's always been mysterious. Yes. I can tell um, you, though, he was, you know, if you go back and, li and listen to his drum parts... Um, there are like drummers that are really technically good that are just like, you know, perfect everything. And then there's drummers that just somehow fit in the pocket of every song. Even if they do something that doesn't sound great, it always fits perfectly. That's the way Asmar played, especially on that. If anger's a new happiness, going back and listen to it, I'm like, yeah. who would have thought, who would have thought to do that? And then it's like, but that fits exactly how that song was. Dude, I'll say this. One of my favorite songs off of that, and this is just a per personal preference. I just like, I like how it turned out, was Painting Priscilla. Yeah. We tried, we tried later on to play that song. It never worked. Hey, I'm sorry. Oh, he's on the phone with him. For some reason, whatever Asmar was doing was just like, that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. It was weird. We're talking about you. He just had And a... it's nothing. We're waiting for you. We're waiting it's for nothing you. serious. It's oh, like great. just how he did it was great. Yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you. Yeah, that knack. Bobby did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you. Man, all I did was, <laughs> all I, I can tell you what I did. Good. I played um, really fast and <laughs> sped the tempo up on every single song. <laughs> one thing, well, one thing that you did, I will say, is you were the beginning of an era of... Play them hard, and then destroy them after. <laughs> Dude. Like, that, that kind of set the ball right there. It was just like... That drum set has uh, has dings all in it. I still have it. It's in my closet over here. But uh, the, the hoop, it was wood hoops. And you know how the bass drum clips to the bottom of the hoop? Yeah. One of the shows at the end... You know, I'd get so excited. It's the end of the show, and I don't want it to end, so I just released that last bit of energy, uh, and I just kicked it, the front of the kick drum, and kicked it off the stage, and it just ripped uh, like a chunk out of that bass drum head. So since then, it's got a green hoop instead of a red hoop. I don't know where that green hoop came from, but that's what I, I did. I would say visually, visually <laughs> you are always the funnest one to watch. <laughs> because of the amount of just the amount of freaking calories you were probably burning. Yeah, I weighed like one thirty. Eating and McDonald's every day. <laughs> why wouldn't you? I mean, you were going ballistic on the drums. Yeah, when I was when I was first coming up and like got out of just religious Christian music and discovered like music that I wanted to listen to, not like what was told I needed to listen to. Uh, it was Blink-182, and Travis Barker said one time, 
in an interview or something. He said, uh, I hit the drums as hard as possible because that's when they sound the best. And I was like, you got me. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So I hit them as hard as I can. I yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Asmar, I haven't heard you play Bobby, but I'm, you know, sounds like you play really hard. I like a hard, I like drummers that play loud. Like it, it makes it sound good. I like it uh, hard. I like it hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> um, I had to. I'm sorry. No, that's, still, that's too easy. You could let that pass. Yeah, it was too easy. You couldn't. Too, yeah. Oh, uh, here There he is, Gavin. No damn! <laughs> I'm downtown, boys. Look at this. What's up, Jeez? Man, just got off work. What y'all doing? We're uh, Man, just, chatting. <laughs> just chatting. Just chatting. <laughs> Chat. You know what just you think about? <laughs> so y'all couldn't get out wrong. Yeah, he's he's on his way. He he said he forgot, <laughs> and his phone was at four percent. So he'll be on in a minute. What y'all talking about? <laughs> uh, just the glory days, dude. Just uh, how once Asmar gets on, I want I want to talk about the time we played at the green room, and uh, we got kicked out. <laughs> Sorry, Steven. <laughs> oh yeah. I still have a scar. Oh, we have a scar still. <laughs> yeah, I do. That was right here. Oh that was man, terrible. that sounds like a fantastic story. Um, yeah, it, like got the inside of Stephen's ear. Yeah. Hey. Oh, oh. Man. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, Everybody is. Uh, that grand. If if uh, I think I think I, I think we're still waiting for Brantley to get here. <laughs> After <laughs> seventeen years. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Siren Army. Podcast. Tonight, I have on the original, the OG, waiting for Brantley. The original lineup. Thanks for coming on, everybody. It's awesome to have you. So. Uh, hey, thanks, man. Glad to be here. Real, real quickly. Yeah, good to be here. We have Eric Asmar, who was yeah. the drums. We have Eric Johnson, guitars. Josh Gavin, who is the bass player. And Stephen Holland, who is vocals and guitar, I guess. Are you playing guitar this time? Bo I think so. Guitar? Yeah, <laughs> we Please hope so. Play. Good. Please sure. play. So, uh, I know I am, and a lot of other people are very excited about seeing the original lineup. What, uh, <laughs> what made you, I could hear that, I could hear that, that drink. Uh, what, what made, what made you all get back together and, uh, do it with, uh, with the old lineup? Man, I was in Biloxi one night and I just got a random message from Steven. So it was actually his idea, so. Yeah, I got a message from Steven, and I was like, I'm game. You know? It was random. Pretty random. So, I, I, think I, I think I... There he is. Oh, there he is. I hey, mean, we had man. talked about it in the yeah. past, but... 
nervous. Yeah, I think it should have been something that was done a while back. And after, I think, like, after me and Sam were talking to you uh, the last time, that's when Chad messaged me and asked if we would be at first he said he asked if uh i wanted to do an acoustic thing and i didn't know at the time like that the theme was nostalgic rewind or anything like that i just thought okay i'll play like whatever five or six songs and be done with it and then i think uh i was i kept talking to chad and he just said you know, uh, if 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 you want to do like waiting for Brantley stuff, and then I thought about it and was just like, well, I'm not gonna do that without waiting for Brantley. Like that doesn't, you know, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I'm not gonna play a solo type thing. So the I think I reached out to Eric Johnson because at the time I still thought like, okay, we're just gonna do acoustic. And I think, uh, Eric, did I tell you the same thing? Yeah, yeah you said it was going to be kind of low-key, acoustic. And then, yeah. It it really, like, from there was just kind of like, well, okay, what if we talk to Josh and Asmar and see what they think about it and let's just do the thing. And uh, everybody was down, so... That's yeah, good. it's like once, once you get the drums and, and bass and all the, you know, it just sounds really good. And you can't go acoustic after that, man. Mm -mm. That's it. No, you got to do the full yeah. thing. Not um, quite the same. So what are y'all, are y'all just playing that, the, the first album? The songs we've been practicing so far have all been off the first album. Uh, there was talks of doing um, one off of the, the second one, I forget what it was. The, which one was it? I think uh, uh, Bulletproof. Something like that. I don't Bulletproof. know. The set's still kind of up in the air. We're two weeks out, and we're, we've got. We ran through a set the other night, pretty much all the way through. Uh, but we still don't know which songs and what order we want them in. We've been discussing it, but yeah, we we've really been lacking. Uh, you know the vocals and another guitar, another guitar. So we need the full set. Well, <laughs> like the I, the first album, you had you had Brad, and he's kind of hard to. I don't know anybody that can sing that. Yeah, yeah. This, this is where it gets fuzzy, though. So, and look. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I that's been what 16 years ago, mm -hmm. roughly something yeah. like that. Yeah. A long like time. That. Yeah. So the way that album was done, Asmar, Josh, y'all, y'all might remember we ha we did it in two halves, right? Where yeah, we did one at Lens, and then it marked right. right? Right, and Mark had to finish it. So yeah. I think we did no a sense. demo. Go ahead. 
I remember Sorry, doing no offense to Glenn, but. <laughs> But well, <laughs> yeah, go for it. My bad. I mean, no, yeah, we did a demo with Glenn, and that was us four, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, then we went back and started. Eric, were you with us when we went back and started this set of songs? I think yeah. so. I was with you guys um, when we did this last birthday. I think we did that at Mark Black's. And we did, um, what was the other one? We did another one. Uh, the one about the RN. <laughs> blending Better, yes. Okay. Yeah. So we did Blending Better, and I think I was on last birthday as well. But other than so those. The fuzzy, two, the fuzzy part is by the time we finished it and it was printed, I think on the actual album is Brad, which Brad did contribute at Mark's. Yeah. And I don't remember him going to Glenn's. No. So it, that was... That, that's in there too. Yes. He's yeah, on the, he's on the album. Yeah. I know Eric Johnson wrote, helped write a lot of the songs that were on that first album. Yeah, Maybe played. aside for... Our, Maybe aside from a well, couple. I, I helped like, write like, some of the guitar, I guess my own guitar parts, and, you know, with the help of Steven, with yeah. some of the stuff we are writing, Steven, and we played a lot of those songs at our shows, um, you know, at Michael's and the upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> yeah, because before you left, before you left, we had a good at least hour or so set, so that's at least 10, 10 to 15 songs, you know what I mean? The, that we had yeah. written with you before you even, you know, you know, left or whatever. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember uh, we were all sitting at Wendy's and uh, up in Laurel on Sixteenth Avenue, and I was like, "Well, guys, yeah, I gotta break it to you. I think I'm gonna do this mission thing." And I broke was your like, hearts, bud. "Broke your hearts right there at Wendy's with the single double stack, chicken McNuggets." <laughs> uh, and then I was like, but I, but you know what, guys, I'll, I'll help find a replacement. We've got Fowler, you know, we can teach Fowler all the stuff. And and then by that point, uh, we were looking into other options. Um, Stephen had, I think, written a letter to Brad. Is that right, Stephen? And, uh, and Brad agreed to come play. And um, he came out to the house, and we kind of went through a few songs. But uh, I didn't really... I showed I showed a few things to Brad, but I'm sure he picked up everything on his own, just from his own talent, you know. You know how how much of a uh, for somebody that wasn't in the band uh, from outside the band, Brad going from Burning November, which was I assume oh. they had like a record label and uh, a record deal, and they'd recorded in these you know big fancy studios. And then all of a sudden, they were like, oh, he's playing in Waiting for Brantley. He's just playing guitar and not being the lead singer anymore. Everybody was like, what? It, it was a, it was kind of a, like a big shakeup. Everybody was like, what's going on? Why, why would he leave? Uh, I, mean, I, just, I don't know why. Well, I guess he didn't like being the front man. But. Yeah. 
we, me and Steven and everybody were honestly shocked also. I, I was. Were you guys? It's the power of a handwritten letter, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, look, Steven has, Steven has this way of uh, talking someone into playing in a band with him. He's good at it. Because uh, I was in a band with all of my friends, like my best friends. Like I hung out with every day. And uh, Steven, Steven's a smooth talker. He could talk you into it. Very, very smooth. He's, <laughs> He's like, man, we'll, we'll be rock stars. And I was like, you got me, man. I'll do it. Hey, Sign me. We up. did it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, never, uh, I never go, um, but Steven, I think you went, Josh. You and you and Josh, and maybe a few others went to see uh, Flicker Stick down on the. Maybe it was in New Orleans. I remember yeah, that. Josh just changed his stage presence uh, like 90, like 180 degrees. He started like really getting into – Josh was always wild, man. He, you danced around like – Yeah, I remember being in the uh, – above, above the basement, above the uh, garage and like – I don't know, man. It was just weird, man. Sometimes I couldn't control it, man. Maybe that's what <laughs> – that, that, I mean, that's that's exactly the way you want it, man. If you're controlling yeah. it, then we were young, man. I mean, I genuine. was. I felt. I felt the music we were making. I guess it was weird. I don't know. Anyways, no. I remember putting on corn when I was like 15 and just losing my shit. <laughs> to freak on, not, <laughs> to freak on the <laughs> I can imagine that. No. Nice. Yeah. That's Do you cool, guys man. remember being uh, being like featured in a magazine on the coast? It was like um, the Nightlife Observer, something like Gulf Coast. Do you remember that? Remember. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like Scott and Nick Matina put us put us in there or something. They had something to do with it, but we were like, or I was like, wow, we we finally we we got a break here. Yeah, and that then was we awesome. got, I remember. And then we got a homegrown show with Scott, or was it Scott doing the homegrown show, or was it someone else? Special yeah. care, yeah. As God, it, was on, it was on CPR, though, down on the coast. That was fun. But yeah, it seemed like we kind of got a uh, following on the coast before Laurel. It was weird. Well, that's what we exactly. were playing, dude. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't uh, yeah necessarily weird, but it seems like we kind of before before we got kind of uh, a good following in Laurel, we were down the coast like every weekend, seemed like. Well, really, Laurel only had a couple of places to play. They had like Signatures Coffee House, I think. I think which is now Knight's Butcher, and uh, mm-hmm. where else did they have to play in Laurel? Laurel Blue. Yeah. That's it. So, that that was was really they, uh, I played. Uh, I think. Me and, and uh, me, me, Eric Johnson, I mean, you played in that band, Punch, and we played at the Legion House for, like, a high school party yeah. or, like, Kappa or something. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We played at Ramada Inn, too, for, like, a Phi Kappa party. Yeah, when you party. played in Split, we, we, we played a show or two together at Signatures, didn't we? That's the only – all right, so that's the only way I knew you guys because whenever – it was like a weird breakup. Like when 
when Chad and I stopped playing together, I didn't know what to do with myself or my time. And I think Eric, I didn't, I, I called you or something because I, I had your number from then. Because at the time we were looking for a lead singer and uh, in the in the band Punch, and it was like me, Asmar. I think uh, Josh had started coming with Stephen Jones, and yeah. um, and then we got this guy Dane who knew who was friends with I guess Fagan Henderson, and um, yeah. well he ended up moving to Florida and we were without a singer. He was kind of like Incubus style, like he was he was like yeah. Like, yeah, and he was like, he was a cool guy, but I mean, it was really good. It was good. Yeah, he was a great musician. But then he moved to Florida, and, and I think Stephen, you were calling, you might have called and um, come out and played with us out at the on top of the garage out there at my parents. Great place. That was a great place too. On top of the garage. We used to go snack for like we'd take a break and just go snack, just like raid the kitchen. Yeah, there's that like balcony uh, that goes up to the stairs that leads up to the garage apartment. That's like we spent so much time out there. Just, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. There, like, every day, seemed like writing that first album. We'd play hacky sack. We we do this hacky sack thing. Y'all remember that? We'd go down and play. Uh, or the, what do you call it? Bean, hacky sack, yeah. Hacky sack, ride yeah. Your boiler <laughs> that, that for me, I think at the time I was, I mean, y'all had to be like what seventeen or eighteen, because I was like yeah, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, Stephen, you were old. You were old as dirt, man. Like, <laughs> Damn, I remember Stephen. Stephen was talking about one time being able to get us. When he turned 21, we would have more opportunities with, um, like, Budweiser advertising or something. Do you remember talking about that? And we were all, like, that's loud, Josh. (laughs) What? Your your drink. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it loud? I'll try to drink more quieter. I'm out. (laughs) Josh, I don't what is it? You look intense. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. No, that's good. You look like that's you could kick crazy. all of our asses. Josh, yeah, like you look like or you just broke out of prison, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You look good, badass. <laughs> did you, uh, did you, did you <laughs> take you know, like that Slurpee? Uh, national soccer team. <laughs> He uh he he <laughs> took that Slurpee from a kid on the way home. He was just like, "Give me that, give me that fucking Slurpee." Yeah, I do, but some kid's Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nice, man. Y'all know I'm nice. But I'm oh yeah. Smart. I wouldn't totally. harm. Fly. Fly. Yeah. Bobby, is that a UFO shirt? Yeah, it's um. Uh, you ever watch X Files? That's the poster he has in his room. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys watch Tom DeLonge on uh, Joe Rogan talking about all the shit? Yeah. But Did he, you guys see oh, yeah. he can't tell. <laughs> Foundation or something where he goes looking for that, right? Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. That's what he does now. Um, 
Oh, yes. They, uh, Speaking of Joe Rogan, does he talk on Coast to Coast? No, I don't know. That's a... From the Who Kingdom of Nye with Art Bell. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I heard that one night when I was driving really late at night and I tuned in and they were talking about UFOs and aliens living amongst us and that we wouldn't know. And it was just kind of crazy. But uh, that's what made me think about old Tommy, Tommy DeLonghi. Coast to Coast oh, is it's great. True. Well, Tom DeLong on that show was talking about uh, some kind of government documents or something. And Joe kept saying, well, where'd you get this information or something? He's like, I can't tell you that. And everybody was talking shit about it. I can't tell you, yeah. Uh, But then here recently, all that stuff he was talking about, the government released and said, yeah, we do have evidence of uh, stuff that's not from our world. (laughs) So... I, I don't know, man. It's wild. He's on the He's been right about every single thing that he said so far. That's wild. Blink-182, you know? Dick jokes to alien uh, disclosure. Investigators. Yeah. A- alien discoverers. Um, no, nah, but you need a young Jamie, dude. Who are you going to get? Young Corey? Young Corey. Well, young Corey. I do need one of those guys. Uh, I have a a spot right outside my house. I'm going to build a building and set up a an actual studio so I don't have to keep dealing with all this all the time. And then maybe I'll find someone to produce it or, you know, push all the buttons. Looking good, Asmar. There we go. I, just, I finally good got my hands free. <laughs> yeah, you you must work out, Asmar. Showing off those muscles. Just got my hands free. Yeah, man, we've been we've been we've been having a blast every weekend. Seriously. Yeah, really, really, it's been a lot of fun playing again, man. You know, like I hadn't played in forever until this came around. I didn't have a kit, and uh, I sold my last kit like a year and a half, whatever. So when Steven asked me to play, well, hell yeah, I'm living back in Laurel. I ain't got nothing to do, you know? So, I mean, it's actually, uh, actually giving me something to do. And hopefully after we, that's my intention, after we get done with this, to continue playing and try to, you know, nothing serious. We were joking around about a wedding band and, hey, why not, you know? Try to make some money. Do something fun with it. Let me tell you about a wedding band. Uh, I played in a cover band for like two years and... I played a wedding and, um, well, I never actually got any money in waiting for Brantley, but I made more money in one, one show. Nobody did. (laughs) One show at a wedding. Um, I made more money than I'd made at an itty original band combined (laughs) in one show. Plus they, they were like, Hey, we have all this beer we bought. Uh, y'all need to take it or we're going to throw it out. And I was like, oh, there's some like bottles of beer back there. It was a freezer full of cases of beers. So I had a two dollies, right? Stacked with cases of Yingling and all kinds of beers filled up the back of my SUV. And then they, they were like, hey, uh, we got all this pizza. Uh, we're going to throw it out. So I left with like four 
large pizzas and uh, that's amazing a ton of money for playing uh, uh, pour some sugar on me you know stupid shit <laughs> it was like it was good but it's not as fulfilling as playing your own music but yeah you're right it doesn't feel the same mm-hmm. you feel kind of like you're cheating the system yeah but, that's not right it doesn't but, feel right it's fun it's fun it's a good time. That's how me and Asmar started out playing covers, man. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we were in Mike's basement over by Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. I think I was like in oh eighth, eighth or ninth grade, and I was taking my little Squire Stratocaster and um, little, I guess it was a Fender amp. I don't know. But uh, we'd take that over there, crank it up, play some Creed, play a little Green, <laughs> Green Day. Green Day, yeah. Creed. Yeah, but I really miss these guys. Steven said he misses early. I miss you guys too, man. It's been great playing with you all these past few weeks, man. Every weekend we've been getting together. The only thing now is just hard to get. It's hard with all our schedules to like kind of line up and we can play and work yeah. on everything, man. But yeah. it's been the only so thing we found so far is Sunday. So. Yeah, but Sunday at two. Sunday yeah, midday is uh, like the least rock star day. To practice Sunday at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been playing with a another band that was back in the day that is restarting. So I've been playing uh, with them a little bit, and I'm realizing how hard it is to get five guys all available at the same time on the same day, and it is ridiculous. Uh, like, yeah. we've been dealing with that all week so far yeah it's like oh well my kids got weeks. this today and then you're like okay well, we'll do it this day and then everybody's like all right and then the one guy's like oh man my wife's having something this day and you're like well shit yeah we'll, we'll practice next the good week. thing about the good thing about this though is we kind of have these songs recorded already so if we if one of us can't make it to the practice, we still kind of already know because we've played these songs probably a million times in the past. You know, that's one good thing about it. Even though we can't get together every week, we could still, you know, work on them at home or whatever. We have a, you know, they're all on YouTube. You can look them up or whatever if you need to practice. Uh, I feel like you need to practice. I, have- I kind of want to cover a hybrid number five song. <laughs> yeah, I do too, man. Yeah, too. I mean, I don't- yeah. yeah. I feel like there should be. I feel. I feel like there should should be some sort of nod to Brad and all this because I mean, like, Bobby's about to play it. Play it, Bobby. Actually, I think that's the one that we wanted to play, right? I don't know, but I don't know, man. That's a really good song. I learned that in high school. Do you do you want to start a band, Bobby? Uh, Hybrid number five cover yeah. band. Yeah, we'll play the same five songs ever. <laughs> Just keep them going. <laughs> and wasn't that like that whole time? These four people, and you know, well, it, it was Hybrid number five, and then Burning November, like. To me, those were the times where 
everything was just fun and for yeah. the love of just playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember when we got our first gig down on the coast. It was like the greatest thing, even though there was hardly anybody there at the show. It was just yeah. And then stuff slowly started rolling after that. Then they told us they wanted to manage us. We were like, "What the hell?" Yeah, we, we were trashed. Like, they put us up in a hotel room the first weekend. We trashed. absolutely trashed it. They wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. never. They never booked. I remember Nick Montana. He was like, "You guys trash this hotel room. We're never getting you a hotel room again. Who do you think you are?" <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> That's yeah, a, that was a character. You got to do that. You have. It was to. around. It was around the time that I guess hybrid number five and. You know, they were guys like us. They were still in high school, and it kind of upped the game a little bit, I felt like, yeah, with yeah. Uh, all the local bands. Because they come out with this yeah, polish. That it's like, oh, my God, they sound amazing. Yeah. And uh, they they did a click track, man. They Mark Black got them a click track. Yeah. That's key, dude. <laughs> I remember we were like, man, we got to be, we got to be, you know, we used to go out to Eric's and practice like every day. We we didn't want to play our first show and then suck, you know. So we played for hours, it seemed, every day of the week. And we were like, man, we just got to at least be – because that was the not the competition, but that was, you know, the standard was those guys yeah. pretty much, you know. Yeah. 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 Our, our, our performance was never perfect, but it was loud. So, you know. Oh, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I I vaguely remember uh, seeing y'all in downtown play because you had a you had a green drum set I think it had like it was like multiple colors I think like pieced together I maybe a, the green I had a Yamaha stage custom kit and I might have added an extra floor tom to it yeah and then and uh, Eric had a uh, a dot or an epiphone es type guitar i remember yeah, it was that. red yeah, yeah. Yeah. bobby i remember seeing you at our show front row when we did the cd release party at the arabian theater at the laurel little theater i was there and uh, yeah i know you were there you were there front row playing right along with me. <laughs> awesome. dude uh the thing about that show, I would pay money to see the opening of that show, where you did the, uh, uninvited. The set. Yeah, uninvited, yeah. and Brad was like uh, hitting the uh, the high notes with it on that old piano and stuff, uh, and then like the curtains opened. That was, that was ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, I did some kind of stupid salute at the beginning, though. I think that was <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, awesome <laughs> was that recorded? That was some kind of salute. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, Tyler McCraney had it. Tyler McCraney had a copy of it. But, yeah. I wonder if he's still got it. It was just... <laughs> out of all my memory, that's probably the one that is the most like that's the best it could have gotten to me like just playing in that theater and i, I don't know there, there was something about it it was awesome yeah it was, awesome. It was good it was uh i mean we're, yeah 
wasn't a bar. Like it wasn't just like some bar set up on the floor. It was a, a legit waiting for Brantley show and people were there to watch you play, not to like just party and drink. They were there to watch your guys music. It was good. Probably the best show in Laurel that I mean I I can't think of anything. KFP killed it one year. I don't remember. Oh yeah, Laurel Palooza. That was great. Yeah. I love those guys. Uh, we actually played a show with them in Biloxi at uh, Studio Ninety one time. I think. Hmm. Somewhere like that. Yeah. Who is it? KFP. KPF. KPF. It was that punk band, that three piece punk band with the. Uh, Shane played drum swirl. Yeah, I like them. They're good. What else can we talk about? Let's see. Um, my favorite show probably from back then was the Laurel Palooza in the park. When we first got Brad, I mean. Oh, yeah. Up to then, it had all been mainly on the coast. Like, we had been doing all our shows mainly on the coast. It was one of our first shows, if not our first show with Brad. I can't remember. But I think we it was just, the first. It was, it was, I mean, you know. I would have loved it to have been Eric, but it was just <laughs> actually. I think I think that's when we were the tightest. You know, it was when we had Eric, um, us four, and we were like taking off. And t- to me, that's when the our band had maybe you know mojo. It was, it was, it was yeah. Crazy. I mean, they got really good after we were all gone. Like really, really tight. They didn't have me fucking everything up every <laughs> every time <laughs> every time I moved. <laughs> dude look see the difference was though the difference the difference nobody was nobody had to be worried about getting knocked in the ear <laughs> Josh's face yeah. what was the difference, the difference Steven the difference was though is that it was completely different it kind of took more of a a business turn in a way like when not saying that that was bad but like when the original members were gone it slowly started taking this business turn where it was like okay it's not i'm not gonna say fun, it wasn't fun and games anymore, but yeah yeah it, it wasn't like we weren't kids anymore like just having a good time and all this like it started to get after a while to where it was like uh like is it gonna yeah yeah i feel you I don't know if it was like everybody getting older or, you know, you just, there's something about being young and not really caring about anything other than playing your instrument and seeing your friends. I I don't know. Like, that's just different. It's like you have a dream that you want to, you want to hit it big, but I mean, I had severe FOMO when I when I left. Like you guys were, you know, you sounded really good. And you know, when I left, I would always, you know, get online, like look and see what Waiting for Brantley was doing, and you know, like shoot, man, I, you know, kind of kicking myself. But um, no, bad FOMO. <laughs> yeah. I will I mean, also. I will also say that Eric your departure was probably you know like in every show there's a moral compass 
Yeah. And then like, <laughs> once the moral compass is gone, it's like no, the Walking no. Dead. There's always like um, there's the person that's like steering the ship in the right direction, like everything's dandy, and then once that person's gone, shit hits the fan. And that's yeah. basically it was, <laughs> that's basically what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's that was the beginning of like, uh, just you know, trashing hotel rooms type <laughs> stuff. Look, the uh, you know talking about uh, Gavin, and I think we talked about this last time. The first show I played at Magic Moments was. Uh, <laughs> We we played it. it was magic is that's the worst name. I don't even I don't even remember this or know where it's at. Well, <laughs> it's on the coast, and it was it was the first show I played, and I show up, and I'd I'd only played in like Christian rock bands where you go play at a church, you know. So we show up, and I don't really know what to expect. Um, and then, well, I'd played in other bands, but I show up at, at the bar, and they're like, "Put your stuff down right there. There's a cooler right there full of beer." And whatever, and I was like, "Did they just say, like, we get all the beer we want?" And Gavin was like, "Yeah." And Stephen was like, "You want a shot of Jaeger?" And I was like, "I'm <laughs> I'm 19. Yeah, sure, I'll t- I'll have some." Anyways, so we f- I remember we're sitting at a round table, and before we started playing, the that round table, uh, you couldn't put another beer bottle down because it was. Yeah full of beer bottles wow and we played that show and i remember uh gavin's amp was like buzzing and he ripped <laughs> ripped the amp off the <laughs> off his little stand Jesus, uh man. cody i it's think he just, cody just set his guitar down i'm just in the back uh you know jamming out man, talking yeah. in the mic uh and then they wrote a, an article about us uh in some sort of yeah weekly magazine and it was like the brantley boys can't hold their liquor (laughs) or something it was it was awesome it was awesome it was a great i got kind of out of hand there towards the end it was a great way to start because i think right after you left was when i left and i did i was i was getting way out of hand looking back on it now i know that but like i was starting to yeah drink and party way too much prior to the show if i would have waited so after the show it'd have been all right but yeah i started getting you know started partying too much previous uh to the show kicking off you know and it doesn't work that way you know it's hard to make shit work right unless you're motley crew it, it, it didn't what was that Steve? It, it didn't get any better after that, it was only a continual downhill hike. There, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like That's you said, I- the moral compass was gone, dude. We didn't have air. Right. The sober, the sober one. <laughs> yeah, know, I, remember, I remember being a stick in the mud um, a few times. Um, I think we went to like this big crawfish boil one time. Oh, yeah, it was Small Room 9. I remember that. It was like out in Wiggins. Was it in Wiggins? Somewhere out there. Somewhere like that. It ended up getting rained out or something. Is that is that what happened? Did it get rained out? I don't know. I remember the crawfish boil was Small Room 9. Budweiser was there. Yeah. I remember that. 
I don't know if these guys remember it, but but I remember like they they were they were giving cases of beer away, and when everybody was leaving, and uh, and like you guys got a case, and we were in my Bronco too. It was like the old 1990. Oh yeah, that thing was awesome. That thing was awesome. But like I was like, no, you can't you can't drink in the Bronco, and like uh, I don't know. I just remember being a party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but yeah, that's what I was. It was good then. I yeah. mean, we needed it. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, what about Sam? Is Sam gonna make it, Stephen? I know he. You had talked about him joining us for this show. What's the deal with that? Uh, I really don't. I don't know. I the last time I talked to Sam. His concern was like, okay, if if y'all are really going to do the original four, maybe I'll sit this one out. Which, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah. I, and, and to a degree, I, I agree. I mean, yeah. We put in this bin. Is that a robot? <laughs> Eric, That's your service. Reset. Your service sucks, bro. Are you from the future? <laughs> we couldn't understand you, bud. Now you're frozen. Now you're frozen like this. Is his hand frozen like that for you guys? <laughs> yeah, uh, his screen is blank on mine. His hands like like this on mine. Hey, can, like, you, can you hear me though? Can you hear me though? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, now. I can hear you now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, what I was saying was I didn't mind uh, Sam coming in because we fucking showed him and he was like, "Forget this guy." <laughs> 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 What's this guy doing? Literally looks like. Sorry, bro. We caught the first half of it. Just say yeah. it really quickly. Just be like the reason. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't mind playing with Sam because he played with Simply Human, and we played a couple shows with them very beginning. Yeah. So it's close. He came in like right after you left as one. Like right after you left, it seemed like Sam joined up with us. Sam joined yeah. after yeah. Harvey. While I was playing with them, with y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. timeline. I, uh, I think one of the only times I met Sam. So I came back from out of the country, and I got a job right off the bat. And actually, you, Stephen, you were working at Ryan's. Was Sam working there too at the time? Yeah. So I started working with you guys a little bit, and then I think might have worked. Asmar, you worked there too. But I think that's the only time I've met Sam in person. Uh, I, I'd like to go see him play. I think he plays pretty regularly, huh? I, I yeah, saw Sam. That way. Uh, the other day I went out to eat for my birthday. My wife scheduled like a surprise party thing. Uh, and Sam was playing the music that night. What was that? Yeah, it was at okay. uh, Patio 44 in Hattiesburg. He was just playing acoustic. Okay. I heard that cool. place is pretty cool, Patio 44. 
Yeah, it's good. You that's sit. Right, out, right, uh, you sit outside the whole time. It's like a outdoor place. Damn, my car sucks. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk to work. I live like when when the show, man. You guys are welcome to come and have a little after party at my house. Our little, you know, get together. I live like walking distance to downtown. So you know, I know the show's during the day, but if you guys, you know, all want to hang out for a little while afterwards, or whatever, y'all are welcome to stop by. We're having a full party. Everybody, two hundred people in that Can we house. You know, it's going to be cool. All of our kids will probably be there. Yeah. Yeah, we all got kids now. That's cool. So all of our kids will be there. My and and my kids have never seen me play. You know. Yeah, mine haven't seen me play. Not in a. Yeah. Eric's kid, uh, Eric Johnson's kids, when we showed up the first weekend to practice, it was like you play in a band or something. Like they didn't even know he played in a band. Or it seemed like. <laughs> is that yeah. is that is that true? No, they knew I played in a band, but um, they were like, "You're playing again." They kind, I think they kind of think it's cool, but they're kind of like, "Oh, Dad's being weird. He's in a band now." <laughs> <laughs> like they're being kids, they won't say it's really cool. But uh, might have seen me a lot, but. Like here lately, listening back on the first album, uh, they get really weirded out because they're. I mean, I definitely sound a lot different, and they're just like, "Who is that guy singing?" I'm just like, "No, that's that's me. That's that was, uh, you know, that's that's the band. Like that's just we were real, yeah, we were really young. They're just like, that's not good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even I listened back to that. My daughter said the same thing. She was like, "No, this isn't good. Put on something else." She was like, yeah, "She didn't want to hear it." it. I was like, Actually, what? Uh, I played, I played "Angels So Evil" for my favorite song. Yeah, I love "Angels So Evil." That's a beautiful song. It's so gritty at the first of it, but it, it's got such a punch. That was a good recording. Yeah, that was one that Mark did. That's what I was trying to say earlier. No offense to Glenn, but Mark, the ones we did with Mark just turned out so much better. <laughs> Glenn, like there's Glenn. like only. I remember Glenn took uh, our our demo, the early, the very first one, and he remixed uh, lately. Uh, Stephen's favorite song. Uh, yeah, Stephen rather die than play. Lately. He, he remixed it up in, uh, I think it was at Delta State. They had like the recording program up there, and he, he had a buddy that had access to the studio. So he took our tracks up there and did did some mixing on their big, uh, I guess the big mixer up there, and they they ended up sounding pretty good. I liked that that original um, demo version of Lately. That was good. Dude, lately has got to be one of the worst songs ever written. <laughs> Dude, we played it the other night. We nailed it first time, dude. It was the It's catchy, Steven. Like it's catchy. Actually, I don't Glenn Glenn had a heart for that song. The, he did. It did. Dude. That was the hit, remember? Uh, I was about to say I feel like that's the original uh, The thing that I think set Mark's recording though, I think to set it apart from Glenn's 
was a, and he may have started doing this later, but Mark was religious about a click track. I remember seeing Mark Black. He was uh, doing sound for Small Room Nine at a show um, at Mugshots. And I was talking to him about recording. He was like, yeah, dude, you got to get a click track. That's the basis of every album. Like, and I don't know. I think it's got, he's got something there. Because we didn't do clicks with, with Glenn, basically. And, um, but yeah. Mark uh, cuts. He used to. Now you can use other things. But uh, cuts the drums up. So he can align them to a grid, which is what I do that. Okay. So if you're not on a click and you get just a little bit out of uh, tempo, everything's off. So, yeah, you got to have a click when well, you record. Asmar, we were talking about uh, before before you got on the call, one of my favorite one of my favorite recordings off of that album is painting Priscilla. And I don't know, I don't know if we, if we used the click there or, or what it was, but there's something about like, we try, uh, we tried to do that song before we tried to do that song after like in different variations, like, Hey, this, this is a really cool song. We should try to play it again never got it right ever again like something you were doing with that song it's just the i don't know i don't know what drummer talk is like in in the in the pocket in the is pocket that a, that's what i was saying uh asma is a killer in the pocket drummer Good honey. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, Josh, wherever you're at right now has the dirtiest ceiling. <laughs> looks like a. Uh, it looks like what? It looks like. Uh, it's like it's sorry. <laughs> Josh, are you the dirt? Where are you? They need to clean their some water. Oh, Walgreens. I thought you said dirt cheap. Uh, I was yeah, like, that makes there. sense. You know, you know everything's nasty in Laurel, dude. Except for downtown. This place Asmar, is what, nasty. Asmar, what were you saying? You cut out. I was saying you. that uh, Penny Priscilla is like I've, I've gone back and listened to that album a lot, and Penny Priscilla is one of my favorite tracks on that album. The we, funny thing, you guys were talking about click tracks. It's kind of ironic that you talk about that song and being in the pocket because whenever we recorded that, we had to cut the end of that short and fill it in with some keyboards because I got off tempo and Mark had to fade my drums out and fill it in with keyboards. Like keyboard drums? That's my favorite ending to any of the songs. I don't remember how that I love how that song ended. Yeah, it just fades out in the end. Well, yeah, the, the the drums kind of fade out, and it fades out into keys. Hmm. I have to go back. And not like, not yeah. like, not like keyboard, but like keys. Yeah, no, it's keys, and if you listen to it, the drums just kind of fade out. Oh, look, I remember I was going to yeah. say something earlier, uh, twice, and I kept forgetting it. So, during the show, I have two suggestions. 
um, that I'm just going to put out there. So We're all there. On Hangnail Sympathy, the original song doesn't do this, but when you did it live, you used to go back at the end and kind of do a build-up and just do the silent... Uh, I guess you're saying silence. I've never really thought about the actual word which you're saying. Uh, what are you saying? Do silence? Strange I'm not around. What are you saying? So silent. So silent. Okay. You would sl- it, slow it down and do like a halftime version of it at the end. Yeah, that's what we're... Yeah. Yeah, we're... we're okay. We've, yeah, we've, we've, actually, spoiler alert. Uh, that's in the... Work. That's in the... That's in okay. Because, yeah, that was... That part, that part was killer. We've been doing it that way. And uh, you always said another thing. This is maybe you only did it once or twice, but I noticed it. You would say, "So hangnail sympathy," and you would say, "Fuck whatever that means." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never used to want to do it back in the day because Eric Johnson didn't want us to. He, <laughs> yeah, our kids Eric are going to be there. Not even, like, cursing, dude. Yeah, yeah. For, for this, for this activity, we'll probably keep it pretty clean yeah. Yeah. i remember i remember steven said it in one of the shows um and it pissed me off so bad and i was like <laughs> <laughs> okay all right since since i have yeah, you guys on here better, i've gotten better Eric, at, at my language it's okay how do y'all, steven, how, do y'all how do y'all feel how do y'all feel about actually having brantley on stage just there <laughs> I mean, he's here. I can arrange this to happen, you know? He just stands no, there? This idea to me, Eric. Well, no, have, a, have a seven I was, throne. I was thinking maybe have Brantley sitting in a throne, you know, kind of like Chad Knight looked in that video <laughs> with a little red and a crown, maybe, you know? Oh, God. Dude, uh, get a shirt that just says, I am Brantley. I'm, I am Brantley. It's perfect, right? Totally arrange that. We can make that. That's uh, sounds good to me, but that's not that's not that's not my call. That'd be sick. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be great. You could just have him Uh, walking around, wandering around the show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, actually, I think I think Brantley has uh, I think I think Brantley has plans to sell T-shirts at that show. Could we give him like an instrument to play, like uh, I don't know, some type of percussion, or I don't know, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll give, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give tambourine. Uh, Always uh, get a keyboard and just tell him to play some chords. You know, <laughs> I've never seen the guy. I don't even know what he looks like. Legendary He's a ginger. Ginger. Can we say that? Can you say that? Are they going to pull my show for saying the G word? Can we say that now? Dude, it's 2020, bro. You'll get canceled for anything in 2020. Dude, I've been, I've had some of my, my, my shows demonetized. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Like one of them, it was just, uh, I had on Forrest Proctor and He's a. The only thing I can think of is he's a more of a conservative type guy. I don't know, but I got him on his video on my YouTube. It says this contains inappropriate content that would not be suitable for ad companies. 
Holy cow. And I was like, I, I th- we didn't say anything on there. Like, I mean, I've said worse. I've done worse in my videos. Uh, so, I don't know. Hmm. 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 That's <laughs> crazy, bro. It's the fucking future. So, um, it's the future, bro. Mm-hmm. So, what's y'all's, uh, what are y'all looking forward to the most about this show, guys? I mean, for me, I think it's just, you know, it's going to be like a blast from the past to me getting to be back up there with all you guys. It's going to feel so weird. It's already felt weird. Like, the, I remember the first time we got together to practice, it was just it was super strange, man, but it was fun. It was, it reminded me, I like, Immediately, he had like a flashback to when I was like 17 and just having a blast. Oh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it a lot, man. Oh, yeah, what you guys I, I, looking I mean, forward I think, to? I think that, that's the same thing for me, too, is just kind of seeing you guys again. Eric Johnson or Steven or, you know, Johnson thought I'd be playing on Facebook. That's not really cool. Yeah, we sound we sound pretty good uh, as a trio, but we need the we need Steven to to seal the deal, man. I think it's gonna sound really good when once Steven gets in there, um, get some vocals, man. Get some get a second guitar in there. It's just gonna sound. I think. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to just seeing you guys again like i mean yeah i want to play and i'm excited about you know doing these songs again and whatever but i think just the idea of us four being able to do it together uh it's gonna be pretty special you know because because I I feel like I don't in a weird way I feel like there was unfinished business. Yeah, me too. You know, Eric Johnson left, and it was like we had put so much when, time when in that it. happened. Yeah, Sorry. the past kind of changed, and it was like. We never got to finish, I think, what we started. Um, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Or am I- oh, yeah, yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm yeah. about to have to... Uh- <laughs> I'm about to have to mute myself because I'm, I'm I'm doing something, but y'all need me just uh, say Josh and I'll I'll uh, hop back in. All right, all right. But yeah, man, it's gonna be awesome. So when was the last time you guys have seen each other? Like I know for me, I hadn't seen Eric Johnson the longest. I saw him; it was like the coolest thing. I've yeah. seen Eric and I'd seen Steven a few times, but it had been like since basically he left the band. It was the first time I had seen him. Stephen Holland, yeah. I hadn't seen you. I departed Eric Johnson. I haven't seen you since you left. It was 16 years ago, you know? Something like that. Yeah, 
Eric, we yeah. did see each other. Where? At the Alamo. Um, I, I think. Honestly, honestly, can't remember. But that, that's not surprising. But I honestly don't remember because uh, I just don't recall. Now I've seen Juice, you know, on and off over the years, but or, gosh, you know, but, yeah. Um, I think we can all safely say that seeing Eric Johnson in person, <laughs> in the flesh, with a guitar strapped to his bod is probably going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, it was for me, actually, uh, Eric, whenever uh, we came to your house that day. And yeah. it's such a contrast from where you left, you know? I mean, you left, you were this kid. You left, you were this kid going on a mission trip. Now you've got a family, a house, a mortgage, and all that goes along with it, you know? Yeah. So it's like it was it was really wild yeah musically though i'm about the same as when i left i haven't really uh progressed i i guess i did a little bit because when i got home from ecuador i i did music ed at jcjc for two years so i did uh learn how to read read music on the classical guitar but you know rock rock music wise and and like writing stuff i never really uh, continued with that because I was like in the zone with classical music and I don't know it was weird but I, I love I love jamming some rock and roll man with you guys <laughs> that's I'm the best kind that. that's the best kind of music yeah. or classical uh, classical <laughs> classical uh, polka is the classical best. rock and roll uh or metal. That's what I like. Heavy. The heavier, the better. That's what she said. Ba boom. Shh. Hang on. <laughs> I have a, a keyboard with a drum set that I just uh, did a rim shot for that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. You can't hear it. Everyone else can. Rim shot, huh? Rim shot. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Uh. So, yeah, guys. Uh, I'm excited about the I've show. Uh, I'm going to be there with a table set up. Uh, with all my stuff live streaming it so everybody can watch the show that can't make it out and I'll be talking uh, with the bands on and off stuff like that so uh, it's gonna be a good time everybody's excited that I've talked to they're all like the original Brantley uh, freaking out there's like you know remember the Beatles uh, when the girls were just like screaming that's all I see all day uh, Girls screaming for the the OG waiting for Brantley. That's what we want to hear. Yes. So my my favorite song. I don't know if y'all are going to play this, but my my favorite one is uh, "Try Die Try." So that's a good one. 
I hope y'all play that one. Oh yeah, that one's on the set list. The set list we played this week, that one was on there. I think we may have opened What song is it? Try Die Trying. Try Die Trying. I mean, the set's still up in the air, though, you know, so, I mean, I know we're two weeks out. You know, we really need to get it figured out, but... I think y'all will... Yeah. I think you'll get it. I think my favorite song on that album is Radio Song. That's that's just beautiful. Like, the, the way yeah. it goes into the chorus, it gives it's me chills. Got, uh, what, it's got Lee's uh, wife singing in it. Yeah, that was great. Susan, Susan in there. Yeah. I liked... Uh, I liked, so I liked, I liked one of the favorites. I liked uh, Brad's... What what something, something really sticks out to me on that album is the solo of Brad on uh, Just Drive. I don't know if you guys have heard that recently, but that's a really good. That's a good really solo. Good yeah, it's really good and clean. It's a and it's on acoustic, which is is hard to do a solo on acoustic. Yeah, no, he 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 nailed it, dude. Brad was awesome. And uh, I feel so evil. Were my favorite <coughs> tracks. Uh, they're all good. They're all good. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, well, is that one of my favorites? But, and I'm like, Angel is good, and Hangnail's good, and Blending Better is good. Oh, oh, and I forgot about the one I really liked the most. Was birthday was until the tide. And then you got until oh, the until the tide. So <laughs> I remember it had that down, 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 it was tight. I like to play that one live. It seemed like, but man, it's so it's so interesting going back and replaying all these songs and relearn them. Like just Sunday, just this past Sunday, I was like, couldn't figure out radio song, and Eric was like, "Dude, you're not." We went back and, li- and then I went back and listened to it. I was like, "Oh, you know that I was playing something completely different than what I played yeah, on the album." A bass on that song. I was, bu- and- I was butchering it, and then we went back and listened to it, and. I figured it out now, so just like comes back to you out of nowhere, kind of. Well, to to me, it was almost like hearing those or like hearing those songs for the first not the first time, but having not played them fifteen years, like literally played them, it's almost like you can find a different beat pattern or fulfilled to do in there. It's like you're hearing it again and coming up with it again for the first time. Yeah, I've listened. I've listened to it a lot lately, and there's like, I will run across certain lyrics now that I'm just like, I want to change it right now for this for this show because I hate that. Yeah, which one? No, why? I don't know why that was ever recorded. Does not make sense. Which one? Let's hear it. Which one? Yeah. Um, no, there's several of them. Like, you name a song and I'll tell you. <laughs> you name a song and I'll tell you what I hate about it lyrically. Lately. <laughs> all of it. Steven, <laughs> not everybody right, thinks about the lyrics like you do as, as the person who wrote them. Like, it's like going back and reading a journal again. You hate it. It's like, 
oh, I sound like a doofus when I read this. Like, nobody oh, else about it like the way you are because it's cool. I, but I will say, if, if I remember, lately kind of was like one of the first ones out of the batch. And it was almost like that was the starting point in a way. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we finished seems this like song, so the, maybe we. Seems like that was one of the first songs we wrote, too. This seems like back in the day. Yeah. Late. Yeah, I don't know. Terrible. What was that, Steven? Lately has a different vibe than the rest of the album to me. It's. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. feels different than that's the rest point. of the album. Yeah, that's a good point. Like if you were to tell Which, me I mean, this was a different band, I'd be like, oh, I, be- I believe that that's that's a different band." Yeah, I'm trying there, to there think of some lyrics. Styles. There was, um, you know, just dry was kind of a break from the the harder, blending better, um, or the heavier, uh, yeah, beautiful. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, there we had some soft breaks with uh, you radio know, just song. Dry. Radio satellite song with sen- satellite syndrome. Satellite. satellite. We were trying to work Wait. through satellite on Sunday, and it was just like we we went back and listened to the recording. We and had so many like ending uh, sections where it changes up, and you're like, I can't remember the order of anything. It and was it's like a like, seven minute song. So we like wrote it all out, and we were like, all right, well, let's just get past the second verse and then just freestyle it. Uh, I don't know, because that's kind of what it sounds like on the recording to me. But it sounds awesome. Yeah, it like stops yeah, and you're like, like, that's it. And then, not yet. We're still, we still got <laughs> the yet. finale. <laughs> Man, we used to plan all that stuff out though back in the day. We did all that on purpose. It was all like, well, it like stops yeah, it and you just hear like kind of plan. you just hear Gavin going do 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 just barely, you know, and you're like, oh, it's still going, man. We still got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as long as we uh, end on the, at the same time, <laughs> everybody ends. It'll, it'll be a good good. Re- everybody will remember that we played well. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Just. I mean, everybody's going to be watching, looking for mistakes. No I pressure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, go. Yeah. I mean, if you mess up, it'll go just ahead be. Chalk me up. Go ahead and chalk <laughs> me up for like two or three. No, it'll be it good. It's been 15 years. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I'm sure it'll be like if you ever go and watch your favorite band. Like, even if someone does mess up, you're like, "That's so badass that they messed up." You know, I remember. Like, I mean, so not yeah, the gonna mess. It's up. always we, different when you listen to them live. It's awesome, but when you go back and listen to them on your phone when you recorded them, you're like, "Ooh." Ooh. Oh, no. Well, my my favorite bands were, uh, I went from Blink-182 to Taking Back Sunday, and both of those Dude, bands are that. horrible live. Well, the singers. I saw, that's what I was thinking of whenever... I mean, uh, we're not going to be horrible. 
Mm-hmm. I thought they did next Sunday in Atlanta, and that's the one I was thinking of when I recorded it on my phone and listened to it later. <laughs> I'm tell, dude. I saw them live, and I was like, "This is badass." So you know, come on, you come on up. Yeah. What good. stuff? Yeah, good show though. I loved it. Mm-hmm. No, but it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. It'll be, uh, when is that, the 7th? It's like two weeks from Saturday. Hmm. Like two weeks from this weekend. Yeah. You still got that fender, Gavin? Me? Yeah. Um, no, I got, I sold it. I want to get another fender. I got that award. Remember I showed it to you one night, I think? Yeah. We had joined your podcast on a call-in show or something. Yeah, I'm playing a new guitar. Um, so I sold my Gibson ES335 and got a, a PRS a Custom 24. So I like the smaller body. And it sounds really good. It's, it's really well-balanced if it's, you know... It's, if the strings are broken in, the uh, the tuning's pretty intonated. Let me intonated. Let me show you something. Oh dang! This is here goes nothing. This is uh, when I got married. My uh, Back to the Future uh, when he plays Johnny Be Good uh, in Back to the Future. That's when I was like, dude, I want to play guitar uh, when I'm older. And so I told my wife. Like this was my dream guitar, so she got me the. Uh, it's not the exact one, but it's the back beautiful, to the, bro. The Back to the Future guitar. You're, that's you're how saying, Eric's yeah, guitar. Yeah. That's how Eric's old guitar used to look. That one. That one's got kind of a matte finish. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, a Memphis custom, and it's in satin. Satin cherry. I like it, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, it'll knock your. Uh, Dick off. <laughs> Man, what happened to your SG? Um, I broke it in half. No, I'm just kidding. I'll have this thing. Those are jawbreakers. I'll have this thing till I die. I had to put new tuners on it, but I'll have this thing till I'm dead. It's all busted up. Yeah. Don't bother to it. Yeah. I, I turned into a a, uh, a gear a gear nut like I just like I buy all kinds of gear like and and just like have it you know to play like to fuck around with uh, yeah I got obsessed nice with Eric, when yeah, I heard about studio studio bought me a new amp uh, Eddie Van Halen uh, 5150 and uh those are Got a month before. Dude, it's insane. The white one? I've got, yeah, I've got to tap into the, the settings a little more, but I, I mean, it's it's just so gainy. Like, it's it's, in, it's unreal, the amp distortion. Well, so it's, it's the, nice to play with. All, all you do is, yeah, nice. you take the volume and you turn it all the way up, and the gain, and you turn it all the way up. And then the little EQs, 
You just turn them all the way up. <laughs> hey, how, Eric. Speaking do of, do you do you have another guitar? No, I've got I've got an acoustic electric, but one. I've got this little shit shitty guitar right here. It's a Squire. I know somebody who's got a uh, a Gibson ES three thirty five Cherry Nashville Red. Uh, Dude, I or an SG. I, I mean, I wasn't playing like with a band, so I sold I sold my guitar and got a J forty five custom. <laughs> Like a G5. What? Oh, never mind. You're talking about a oh, Gibson acoustic? Yeah. Ah. People say Taylor make the best acoustics or Martin. Dude, no. Gibson makes the best acoustics. If you ever play, have you guys ever heard of Hummingbird? Taylor. Gibson Hummingbird? Up yeah. I sat down and played one at a music store and I was like, what? Unreal. Like, this doesn't even sound like a guitar anymore. It's just, it's next level. Uh, And Taylor's to me just, they sound like acoustic guitars. They sound good. Yeah, they sound like generic. I like like the playability of a Taylor, like the baby Taylor specifically. It's such a portable, the the strings, they're low action, it's very balanced. You know, when you go high on the fretboard, you don't get out of tune like some acoustics. I mean, my ovation that this dude gave me, actually at a Waiting for Brantley show, uh, I played a song. Really? Uh, we, we used to cover a Dashboard Confessional song, didn't we, Steven? I think so. And this guy, I guess he really liked it, and we, we knew we were playing at the same place the following week. And he said, dude, y'all are going to be here next week. I've got this guitar. He was this military guy who's been on, I guess he's in the Navy. And he said, I bought this $800 ovation. And it's just been sitting in my corner for the past three years. Um, I want you to play that song on it and then you can keep it. I was like, dude, uh, and I, I somehow believed him. And, and I, uh, you know, he, he followed through and I knew, I kind of knew he would for some reason because I, uh, I got my little Squire strap. That uh, that I had always that I thought that's what I learned guitar on. That had a, like a Metallica sticker that I made myself, the big razor blade star. I had that underneath the string. Um, but we all signed that guitar and gave it to that guy after the show. He, he gave me the nice ovation. I thought it was a good trade. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Here's a Squire with our names on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah, I have a uh, I have an acoustic that uh, Brad Wells gave me that he had written all over, um, and that that's the one guitar I've had the longest besides my SG. Like that's all I had for I don't know ten years. It's the only thing I played. Um, I still have it. It's got his. He wrote all kinds of lyrics all over it. Yamaha. That's awesome. That's cool. Do you, do you, do you have? The what? Do you, you, do you have that guitar available? Can we see it? Yeah. The one with the lyrics written on it? I 
feel like I've seen that before. I've added some myself. Like that. Um, so he wrote. Wow. You probably can't see this. It says like cheerleading camp. Uh, it says fret. And like I think it says like I wish we could go back to when all we wanted was each other. Uh, oh, wow. Some it's a lot of it's worn off. Uh, and there's like a picture of some dude in the case with a mustache. I have no idea who it is. It's like a Polaroid picture. But yeah, <laughs> that's I've had I've had it, awesome. I've had it so long it's actually like chipping for me playing it. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if you can see That is really cool. But I played the hell out of it for, I don't know, 10 years. It's like the only thing I would play. Do you, do you guys know any of the other bands playing? I, I knew nothing faded, but they dropped out. And well, Paul Davis, he, does, he did that song, I live in so, so Mississippi, ain't that cool? Something like that. Have you heard that song? <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in so so. I can tell you. Uh, look, look him okay. up on iTunes. Paul, Paul Davis, Mississippi Blues. It's hilarious. Um, I know. I don't know the guys, but Robbins and Lawless. They're playing after you. Uh, they sent in a song for one of my listen shows. Uh, they're kind of like a. I don't want to say it's like rock rock music, like uh, I don't know how to like tough tough guy rock music. So you know the you know the order everybody's playing in already. I don't even we don't even know that. No, I don't yeah, know the order. Y'all are playing. Oh, the only order I know is y'all are. What do you mean to tell me we're not the headliners, bro? No. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are. <laughs> Y'all are playing. Uh, Robbins and Lawless is last, and y'all play before them at five or four thirty okay. or something. The one right before the last is always the best in Laurel Palooza. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Though? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, the the Plymel, uh saving Plymel or whatever, Jason Plymel, uh I know him. He. I haven't. I don't think I've heard his band, but he sent in a. But I, I have a, a tasty riff contest where people send in uh, riffs, and I make a compilation and play it on the show. Uh, he sent in a bunch of riffs for that, and he's a really good guitarist. Um, but I don't know the other the other band. Yeah, I didn't know any of them. That's why I asked. I asked you guys. I mean, never yeah. heard of any of them. Well, there's. It's gonna uh, be fun, though. It's gonna be a great day. Yeah. I'll yeah, and after this, I definitely want to keep playing because I, you know, I got pretty stagnant with my guitar playing over the years because I was just like so busy with school and whatnot. But I, I really want to play with like you guys. I want to play with other musicians and just kind of get better um, because I don't know. I feel like I'm stuck in the same rut, like yeah. Blink One Two Creed. <laughs> so it's hard to like uh, find time to learn the new. Dance Gavin Dance is going to change your life. Uh, go listen to Dance Gavin Dance. They're named, uh, they named themselves after me. I, I didn't like them at first, and I hated the name because it sounds like a, a weird 
weird. You get your picture me dancing. That's what I picture. <laughs> look, I, look. If y'all, if if y'all, the four of you guys decide to make another waiting for Brantley, like write another song, and I will, I will record that song for free at my studio if y'all, oh, if y'all want to do that. So. That'll give you some. I mean, that thought oh. crossed my mind trying to write something with you know Eric and Eric. Stephen hadn't been able to make it up, yet, but we had th- we had kind of discussed it. But I'll uh, you know, I'll uh, not as wait for Brantley or something different. But who knows, you know. So, but yeah, that would be awesome. I got it. I got all the. I, mean, that's, that, I got the facilities. Yeah, I mean, I'd and that would be uh, a song. Steven's call, you know, I've never been good at lyrics, so, so Steven or Josh Gavin will, or Eric Asmar will have to write the lyrics. Well, I can tell you that uh, Steven has, has uh, uh, God-tier uh, lyric writing skills. So, uh, brothers yeah. and cover me... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting here listening my to brothers dude, being like, compliment. being like, man, God, this, this is my, <laughs> my head will not even fit inside this little square right there. <laughs> no, it's so it's it's good. I'm I'm sitting there listening to it, being like, uh, like, man, I need a, I need somebody need, I need a tissue because I'm about to start crying. How deep <laughs> this song is. It's good. <laughs> it's ain't our home. It's where we sleep. Come on. <laughs> or yeah. You know <laughs> that I don't know. But it, I would say going back to the to the lyrics that I hate, there the song we mentioned this earlier. There's one song that I actually do like the lyrics. I always have liked the lyrics. And the, I, it's the only one that I'm just like, I'm pretty happy with that. And that was, I think, Until the Tide. Which one? I the whole thing? Good. The whole song? Yeah, the whole thing. Like, I like the, the whole thing put together. Everything else, everything else is very, like... You know, I think we're all young. We're writing what we're hearing, what we're listening to. Not a whole lot of like real world uh, stuff going on yet. You know, like uh, the adult stuff hadn't really yeah. kicked in. Mm-hmm. And you're just, you're writing songs and writing lyrics kind of based off of what you think the world is like yeah i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about we're so much more mature now it's like yeah i get what you're saying it was back then we were you know we were just i noticed we we're that, all about I was, I was gonna say i noticed that with taking back sunday like their songs used to be like girl i'd bleed for you and uh, i'd love you till i die and then like, of course you think that when you're in high school about a girl, but then now, like their new songs, there's one called Better Homes oh, and Gardens yeah. about uh I guess I'm getting a divorce and it's pretty deep. <laughs> it's it's like, oh shit, you've been through something now, man. 
instead of yeah yeah so yeah there's a there's a distinct difference between like all right so off of that album i think the only song really about death i guess would have been more like beautiful and black and of course i'm somehow talking about some chick right yeah. because that's all i'm thinking about and then you fast forward to something like what you're talking about brothers mm -hmm. where it's a real life thing and it's a completely different take on the whole dying type stuff I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just. Well, I like the way you, you set it up. Is it's more of like, from what I understood, instead of you just being like, "I'm sad that this happened," you're almost like dealing with it. And I'm getting kind of introspective with it. You're almost dealing with it in a way like, as in, what would it be like if he were to come back and I had a chance to talk to him again? And it would just be like a, "How are you? How are your kids?" the work's okay kind of thing uh which puts a new spin on it and it's kind of like i'm dealing with this instead of just wallowing in the fact that i'm upset about it but that's just my that's how i interpreted it which is genius which is good which is why i said you got the god tier uh songwriting skills <laughs> no that is that's the first thing I thought about, like, you know, um, so everybody on the call that he's talking about a song that it was like a solo type song and it's about Hayden. I, I don't think any of you ever met Hayden. He was the drummer, like towards the end and Hayden and I, we got really close. He was a really really good guy and he ended up he ended up having heart complications and he just one night he was he, he was playing a gig i think for a cover band and he he just passed out and never woke up and, dang man yeah and that was the first person in my life that's like i know them right now and they're not here anymore. And like the first thing you think to do is, okay, well, the one person that I would call whenever something like this happens is Hayden. And he's the one person I can't call, you know? And you start thinking about like Hayden had just, that was a week after Hayden's uh, second child was born. One week after. Is the that he died? Hey man, that's sad, man. Terrible. Yeah, seven days after that, and I just remember thinking, whenever I was writing that, just like, you know, I'd love to just talk to him now and just, you know, how's things going? How's what's the What's the name of the song? It's called Brothers. Okay, I'll go give it a listen later. So you got it on. Like YouTube or anything? No, he won't. He won't release anything. He keeps it hidden from the public. <laughs> oh, well, Steve, just share it on Facebook Messenger or something, please. I'll I won't put it on iTunes. All right. Yeah. Or Apple Music, whatever it's called. 
MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. MySpace, dude. I still love MySpace, man. Dude, MySpace is the best. It sounds like an awesome song, Steven. You should you should let people hear it. <laughs> I hate it so much when MySpace ended. Dude, like, didn't we talk about this when, when me and Sam were on the podcast? I don't know if we talked it, specifically about that song, but we talked. I no, talk- no. We, at, some point, at some point in the conversation, we started talking about how awesome MySpace was. I don't remember the MySpace. But MySpace, I, I don't know. Man, I. <laughs> I Back wish I then. knew where all those MySpace people were now. Like there used to be so many MySpace friends, and once I switched to Facebook, I like lost them all. Well, <laughs> all like it was all like emo chicks and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they just vanished. Yeah, they vanished. They weren't real. Yeah. What Rawr. happened to all my friends? <laughs> my t- top eight. What happened to my top eight? <laughs> Man, I'm going to put this funny song here on my profile page so everybody knows how uh, quirky and cool I am. It's it's a theme song for Scrubs. I'm going to put this Waiting for Brantley song on my page. (laughs) Make sure everybody knows that. Your top eight was so... That was important. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're on somebody's top eight... That means I used to put, try to put the hot girls in my top eight. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I don't think there'll ever be, well, I say that. I mean, I'm, I'm aging myself, but I'm just saying, I haven't seen anything close to how awesome MySpace was for bands. Yeah, I agree with that. Because you could put your own, you could make your own page and then like put the tracks up and people could then like go and put the tracks on their page. And and for meeting people, it was cool too. Like connections and stuff. Seemed like Is that what you're talking about? Like in those way, kind of ways? I think- yeah, but I mean, you could like... You could like meet up with other bands in other yeah. towns and get shows, like all that stuff. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not like that on anything else now. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't know. I haven't been on. Well, I think it's uh, it's uh, just it's while. just shift shifted because um, with me, to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it was. Everything is on Facebook. Like with for this for this show that I'm doing my podcast. Uh, there's there's a there's YouTube now to host the video. There's Instagram YouTube. where you post yeah. your pictures. There's Facebook where like you do like kind of the home base of operations. Like I book guests through Facebook and stuff. Back in the day, all there was was MySpace. There wasn't anything yeah. else. So you and were you either do. emailing or instant messenger or on MySpace. Nowadays, it's like. You got TikTok, you got Instagram, you got YouTube, you got every, every, all kinds of stuff. And you got to be up to date Twitter. And there's just like, there's so much shit on the internet. Um, no. To change. Yeah. 
And it's all boring. And they're all, all of it's boring. And they're all so much so good at it. The young kids are just like, uh, yeah, I just posted a picture and it like it goes to seventeen different things. I don't know. It's like a skill nowadays. And nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> cares about your picture on Instagram. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because because there's a thousand. I mean, there's a thousand bands every day posting a thousand badass songs every day, uh, and you just you scroll past them. I don't know. Well, let me ask you guys this: What do y'all feel about the state of rock and roll these days? I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck in the past with uh, yeah, uh, rock 104 and 103.7. I don't really listen to new stuff. Yeah, I haven't. I don't listen to any new bands. Is is there good new bands? Do you guys are there good new bands? Do you guys know that? Know, I'm know telling you, Dance Gavin Dance is the don't best tell band. Don't him to dance. <laughs> the best band. And when I say like, I'm talking about the best vocals, bass guitar, <laughs> drums, guitar, everything. Uh, that and. Uh, Day Seekers are really good. Um, I think rock is really good nowadays. The thing is, is there's not popular rock anymore. There's not um, like big bands. Like back yeah. in the day, there was Creed, and I mean, there were big band rock bands back then. Um, but there's not that nowadays. It's like it's like uh, rock. It's like electronic music posing as rock, like. Um, Imagine Dragons. There's no more rock stars. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, yeah, it's there's like, no more rock uh, stars. Exactly. There's no the rock chain stars. Chainsmokers. Like, that's not rock music. That's, like, I don't know what you call That's what I'm it. talking about. Yeah. Um, but if you if you get off of, like, the radio and, like, main, main street, like, even, like, underground stuff now is popular on the internet. Uh, but there's a lot of good music out there. You just got to kind of find it. You kind of got to dig, yeah. dig for it. You um, got to dig for it. Go down on YouTube. I well, usually discover new bands by going to a show. Like we we found Modern Chemistry at a Taking Back Sunday show, and I love that band now because I, I got their album. Yeah, I mean that. Cool. That, yeah, you showed us showed us them. But yeah, uh, I, I lived up uh, I lived up in Asheville for a while, and that's a great city for live music. I saw a lot of really good. Bands up there, um, and yeah, I can't remember the name, but it's a live music. You know, uh, that's where you really discover people. I think. I mean, nowadays it might have been, it might be the computer, I guess, but I think it, I think there's it's still there. There's still I'll still run across music sometimes, and I'm like. This is really good, and I've never heard of it before. Like, it's not anywhere. Um, I think they're just looking more for... The ra- I mean, the radio stuff is what's getting the most play, so... I heard of this band called Hopper. That's <laughs> You've been cutting up the whole time, dude. You're good, bro. No, I heard this band. I heard this band. I prevail on the radio. Anybody else heard this guy? 
I've heard of them, yeah. That's I've heard true. the name, it seems like. Okay. They've evidently been around for a while, and they had this real poppy kind of sound of stuff, and then they did this album, I guess, maybe they broke with their record company or something, and they did their own thing. And it's really good. Really good. I think, I think, I think the name of the album is like Paranoia or some shit. Check that out. Good stuff. And you're coming in loud and clear now, bud. I've found that like most of the most of the music I come across now where I think that I've discovered something new, it's really something that's been out for a while. And I'm just now I gotta run to the car, sir. I'm just now hearing it. Like I don't know. You gotta get some out of the car. I was gonna take a couple of weeks ago, Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. Um Right now, like I always circle back around to like my top ten. So like right now, OK Computer is constant. Yeah, dude. I love some Radiohead, man. Pulled me through some tough times. That's definitely like in the. That's in my top ten of all time. I mean. I can't think of many better albums than that. Um, but the the greatest album of all time, and I'll fight all four of you guys is the receiving end of sirens between the heart and the. I've got that CD. Yeah. See, I think it might be yours, Bobby. Actually, no, I left yeah. mine. I know exactly where it is. I left it in a car at Kim's Toyota. That is the best album of all time. Better than the Beatles. Better than Pink Floyd. Uh, better than any other written piece of music. That album. I don't know, You're man. Wrong. I can't even remember it to be honest. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. I can't even remember. It. I have one, I, I think, a better album, and I always come back around to this album. I, I don't know. It's going to be in my top five, but I'm going to say this one is better than the, you know, the obscure nonsense that you just named. No. Some water? I'm kidding. But it, it's going to be uh, My Chemical Romance, Welcome to the Black Parade. Hmm. Yeah. Listen to it. Dude. <laughs> no. Beginning to end, they hit their stride, and there are at least six to seven jaw dropping anthems on that album. Look, I could be honest with you. I have never listened to that album, but I will listen to it. The whole thing. Remember Tyler's little brother used to look just like that dude, or he tried to be just like that dude? What? He did. Bradford. 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 He did look like him. He had that haircut. He did look like him, yeah. Times were so not, weird back then. I'm not even a My Chemical Romance fan. Don't really care. But that album is a masterpiece. Oh, dude. Oh, Bert McCracken. Remember Bert McCracken? Oh, man, that album was album we we listened to that the other day at practice the used the used self-titled album yeah awesome remember we used to play that non-stop back then yeah 
in the in the Dodge Neon. Didn't you have a Dodge Neon, Stephen? Was that a Dodge Neon or was it something else? That was a Dodge Neon. Yeah, it had a great sound system though. It was so fast. It was fast. Thank you. <laughs> I, I had a Camaro. On that car, I had a Camaro that it's all one piece. Like the trunk is like inside the car, and somehow I ended up having four twelve-inch subwoofers in high school in my car. Um, not very good for rock music, but it would it would shake your teeth out. That's the nice. best kind of bass. I tell Josh to turn his bass up all the time. Hey, I want my teeth to rattle with this when I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've got a great amp now, man. Like, back in the day, I always used to have problems with my equipment. And then eventually, once I got older and got some money, I just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to buy the best amp I can find. Now i got, like, one that gives me no problems. I can barely even turn it up, and it's, like, super loud, you know. It's what great. Is, what is it? <laughs> Love it. It's a Mesa M9 carb. It's a Mesa. Hmm. Anything so, Mesa is good. Yeah, it's like the best bass amp they make. Let's see it. Ooh, that's pretty. Damn. Yeah. That's like a, a yeah, it's goes in an airplane. Ass, that's how you land an airplane with all them switches. Oh yeah. I have a uh, I have a Yorkville uh, bass amp in my closet i don't play i don't need a bass amp but i i have one it's, it's a it's tube like 800 watts damn yeah holy damn. shit it's a it's a rack mount a like that you know rack mount head like the one i just showed you mm -hmm. sounds pretty good awesome damn it's getting it's almost 11 o'clock shit yeah so probably be good to, to wrap it up go ahead and ease on um i appreciate all you guys coming on it was good to talk to all of you again yeah it's definitely been great thanks for having us on yeah yeah thanks for putting it together uh, fun times uh i'm gonna have a uh a terrible time editing this because the whole time y'all's faces have been moving around the screen so like to crop in on each of, the, each of those videos the whole time like it just, just post as good. is man <laughs> but then i won't get my my fantastic yeah. angle of myself i got over here uh, we'll do something yeah bro you'll you work it out you'll work it out okay. hopefully it'll be fun yeah um so yeah laurel the original lineup uh anything november 7th november 7th anything y'all want to add yeah, what you eating eric <laughs> cinnamon raisin bread Damn, with a bunch dude. of butter Oh, uh, I'll add uh, add something. You know, <laughs> I'd like to say, uh, you know, that we appreciate Chad for putting this putting this shit on. You know, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. He's got 
He uh, he's got a cool little spot down there downtown, man. I stopped by there the other other day. They've got some good food, man. Really good food. Yeah, he don't mess around with his uh, butchery. I had him hit on him on the show, and he said the correct term is butchery. I think you know what? Uh, yeah. You can't beat his meat. <laughs> <laughs> he he Classic literally man. has those signs. I mean, he's got them. He's not one to shy around that. So, so, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to point out that whenever Chad and I were both at uh, JC I used to make fun of him hard for for going to school to be a butcher. <laughs> he's laughing. He's laughing last. Right? He's laughing as he's laughing the all the way day. to the bank. Bro. <laughs> all the way to the bank, man. Good for him. Yeah. Now you great. Can, now you food, can't food, there. Man. Great story, Stephen. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. I'm, gonna, I'm excited to go. I might have to scope it out before the show. Go by. They got it's some good. They got some good jerky. Some tasty looking meats up there. Do they um do they serve uh drinks there? I've had some yeah, friends at I think they serve I don't know if, if they're gonna be serving that not. day. Uh anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's usually, weird. Eric drinks now, it's so weird. Usually they uh I think it's BYOB. That's how it was for America Bash. Uh Okay. So, but you can drink downtown Laurel now. They have a. Uh, yeah, you can go to like the bar and get it and walk out. It's yeah. the entertainment district, is what they call it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Eric, okay. Eric now looks like Eric now looks like a dude that would enjoy a, a ice cold beer while he was like grilling hamburgers and hot dogs. You know I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you have that, you have that look about you right now. I can go for that. Can <laughs> I I think Good all idea. of us could go for that. I mean, who yeah, wouldn't right. go? For that? Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of awesome sounding, actually. Like this guy <laughs> likes steaks and blowjobs. <laughs> 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 what a creep! <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> that guy? Uh, <laughs> Loser. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll get us get us banned, kicked off Facebook. That right there. Um, well, yeah, I appreciate you, you guys us. coming on. I'm looking forward to it. I will be there. Uh, at the show so i'll see y'all then for sure if i don't see you before then but yeah Thanks, man buddy. we look forward to seeing everybody there shout out to everybody yeah yep shout out bro throwing in one last shout out shout out anybody else want to shout out everybody else want to shout, shout out, out? <laughs> just peace. Yo, shout out all right peace all right guys see ya you know, thanks yeah. again november 7th thanks, see y'all there Later. Seven. Later, guys. See you guys. I'll talk to you all later.